From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. Yes, I am still Jerry Brooks, I am still the baby-faced assassin of freedom, and I am still your tour guide through the wackadoodle world of Joe Biden's America. Well, my friends, this is our last show before the weekend. Um... Uh, <laughs> It's, it's kind of funny because as I've been getting ready to leave tomorrow for West Palm Beach for the Turning Point Political Action Conference, <laughs> I've been getting a new definition of the old saying, the best laid plans of mice and men often go awry, and man oh man have some of mine gone way the heck awry. Oh my goodness. It's... I normally don't have this many problems whenever I get ready to take the show on on location somewhere, but apparently I have had a boatload. <laughs> and, uh, oh my goodness. Well, that's a story that is best uh, set aside for another show, but I just wanted to let you know that we are going to be uh, this weekend, July 15th and 16th, we're going to be uh, on location again. Uh, just to remind you, we will be at the Turning Point Political Action Conference. Saturday uh, is day one, and yes, it will feature uh, the keynote speaker, President Donald Trump, uh, plus a lot of the other speakers that will be there, including Tucker Carlson, Dan Bongino, Charlie Kirk, is uh, confirmed to be there. I mean, it is his organization after all. Uh, but what's interesting is the candidates for the GOP nomination who, I don't know if it's going to be those who are going to be there or the one candidate that bowed out. And that candidate who bowed out was Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. And I have to go, uh-oh. <clears throat> I mean, yes, he is my governor. But holy cow. Why on earth and what would cause him to miss an event like this? Where you're going to have gatherings of college students, young people. Uh, also, grassroots folks who are a key part of the GOP. And you're not going to be there? And you're running for the presidency? I mean, yeah, you're going to get... All of them apparently were invited. Uh, some aren't showing up. I don't believe Nikki Haley is showing up. Um, but definitely the big news was Ron DeSantis not showing up. That would have been just... that. That's just too weird for me. And it really fuels... A whole lot of the other reporting that's been going on, uh, like the National Pulse, uh, Raheem Kassam and his group, I mean, my goodness, what, what's going on here? This would be the place 
for a guy like DeSantis to come because you're dealing with the grassroots, not the billionaire donor class who you seem who DeSantis seems to be, you know, on a real short leash with him right now, uh, having to go to uh, the Hamptons in New York, you know, to meet with them and try to uh, get them to say, hey, you know, and, and I can understand that. If you think of it like investing, you're going to, you want to see a return on your investment. That's just American business. If you're not getting a return, then you're going to put your money and invest it elsewhere. It's really not much different dealing with, uh, with politics sometimes. Uh, but we'll deal with that story as it comes about. But before we get into today's adventure in podcasting, just letting you know, hey, we're going to be, uh, we're going to have, uh, you know, I'm going to try to work and see about getting some sort of a live chat going. We're going to be doing uh, a lot of our live streaming via locals and also uh, True Patriot Network. And we'll put up a, a little something on the website just to let you know what's going on and where you can find us throughout the day. So, yep, yeah, I might even do Instagram. I don't know. But anyway, that's kind of how that's working for right now. So, uh, to get in touch with us, just simply send us an email at inblackandwrite at gmail.com or check out our website, inblackandwrite.net. Got a great uh, another John Solomon just the news blockbuster and it has to deal with the US Attorney David Weiss of Delaware and the things that he has said in statements about the Hunter Biden investigation so if if it's coming from John Solomon it's money he brings the receipts and he gets into things that nobody else in the mainstream media will ever report. That's why Just the News is an absolute must-have for me as I do uh, show prep getting ready for the day. And yes, I almost feel like I'm <laughs> excuse me, doing a commercial for Just the News, but hey, I wouldn't mind it. Wouldn't mind doing a commercial for him. But anyway, so as we get started on this uh, last episode before the uh, TPUSA conference. Yes, and just to uh, get a little bit into this, but and I will, but first of all, let's, you know, more breaking news today. Um, FBI Director Christopher Wray uh, went to testify before the House Judiciary Committee and I've seen enough of these to where it's like I can predict it and it's really getting boring because you're going to have, uh, you know, you've got Jim Jordan as the chair. You have blowhard Jerry Nadler as the Democrat ranking member. Now, the Democrats are just going to, you know, go after the Republicans and say, how dare they? question the integrity of the FBI. And for these dipsticks, 
these Democrats, I say, why not question him? Because the very, well, shall we say, highly questionable behavior of the FBI has led to serious, serious breach of public trust. It's amazing that even more people don't trust the FBI. I mean, I think it's about 37%, but it's got, it's got to be worse than that, you know. Or should I say 37% of people seem to think that the FBI is okay when we've seen more and more and more evidence. Holy crap, folks. If you still think the FBI is okay, then frankly, you're either not paying attention, you're on serious drugs, you have a mental, something mental, or you're pretty much a Democrat who's okay with the government getting up in everybody's business. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. But we, we know, and just even in recent days, you've got the ruling by the federal judge in Louisiana telling the FBI and other dingbats, DOJ and Homeland Security, hey, you're not going to go arm-twisting uh, these social media companies to censor the free speech of Americans. Now, they're, Ray and other FBI dingleberries will try to say, well, yeah, well, this is misinformation and we have a responsibility. It's like, no, you don't. I mean, if you're going to talk about this, Director Ray, you, you want to try to put this as, oh, these foreign people and foreign entities, these are American citizens who you and your agency have made all kinds of FISA inquiries. It's like, wait a minute, FISA inquiries? I mean, don't, haven't y'all figured it out yet? You already are in a boatload of trouble because you went after Trump getting FISA warrants based on false premises and information. Four of them, as a matter of fact, because you had the original one and the three renewals. But my gosh, people, are you really, do you really think the American people are that dumb, Christopher Ray? Well, you apparently do, because I see that smirk on your face, which really needs to be slapped off. But of course, you've only, you've got the Republicans who are uh, on the committee. Some of them will ask the really tough questions, uh, such as Andy Biggs of Arizona, Matt Gates, most definitely, and he went at it with Christopher Ray, and I've got a piece, and I've got some audio for that. Uh, Congressman Mike Johnson of Louisiana, he asked some great questions. So yeah, I mean, and, and I'm thinking even Jim Jordan maybe got in a few, but he had to pretty much deal with uh, the Democrats on the committee. Um, of course, Jerry Nadler. New York, blowhard, and one part of the mountainous amount of horse manure that exists on the left. Then you had uh, Zoe Lofgren of California, 
Yeah. She was a mess. And she's like, well, why are the Republicans, uh, you know, questioning the integrity of the FBI and yeah, on these little jabs, these cute little jabs that the Democrats had? It's like, it's simple. Because the FBI has the credibility. Well, actually, they don't even have that. They don't have the credibility of Attila the Hun, Genghis Khan, and Alexander the Great combined. So, yeah, I mean, these guys had more uh, sort of integrity or whatever than, uh, than Chris Ray does. So, yeah, and of course, his counter, well, his, I don't know, really his boss, Darth Merrick Garland, oh man, he's got some splaining to do, but this is exactly what I was expecting, but I have to give one. Uh, I have to give one to Matt Gates. I do. Because Matt Gates of Florida because he went at it big time. Uh, and really even got one of the FBI. Sorry. Yeah, I just wanted to play you the exchange between Ray and uh, Matt Gates, one of the few well that were happening earlier in the day. But Matt Gates had a real just slap mic drop moment at the end of his exchange with Christopher Ray that <laughs> I was a dang had to love that <laughs> but anyway I, I want to play this in its in, in its entirety because I really don't want people to get the ideas like well you just edited this and you know for your own sake and and these are people who I highly recommend get psychiatric evals anyway. I can't take them seriously, but I want you to hear it in its full context because Gates gets to the heart of a lot of these points. So let's go, Congressman Gates. Whether or not they are buying information about our fellow Americans and the answer is, well, we'll just have to get back to you on that. It sounds really complicated, but I have other questions. I'm sitting here with my father. I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge, that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Sounds like a shakedown, doesn't it, Director? I'm not going to get into commenting on that. Okay, got to stop it here for a second. Come on. This is Christopher Ray. He's like, oh, I don't want to get into commenting on that. You freaking moral coward. Anybody with half a brain knows that's a shakedown. I have enough friends of mine in law enforcement who would listen to that and they're like, hey, no problem. This is, it's a shakedown of some type. Oh, yeah, and of course, here comes Christopher Ray, who's so above it all, and he's got this smirk on his face. Oh, but don't worry, my friends, there's more. Uh, Matt Gates is bringing the heat. Let's continue. Well, you, you, you seem deeply uncurious about it, don't you? Almost suspiciously uncurious. Are you protecting the Bidens? Absolutely not. The FBI well, does not the, has well, no interest on. You won't answer the question about whether or not that's a shakedown, and everybody knows why you won't answer it. Because to, to the millions of people who will see this, 
They know it is. And your inability to acknowledge that is deeply revealing about you. But let's go from the uncurious to the downright nosy. How many illegal FISA queries have occurred under your leadership of the FBI? Well, there are reports that have come out with different numbers about uh, compliance incidents. More than a million illegal ones? Because that's what the inspector general said. The inspector general said that in the 3.4 million of these queries, more than a million were in error. Do you have any basis to disagree with that, that assessment by the inspector general? I'm not, I'm not sure actually that's a, a correct characterization of the inspector general's uh, oh, well, findings on well, that. Well, the internet will remind you but of I, that in moments. But, but let, let's now go to uh, what the, the court said. The court said it was over 200,000 that have occurred on your watch. Would, would, do you have any basis to disagree with that assessment? Again, I don't have the numbers I sit here right now. What I can't Seems like you. a number you should know. How many times the FBI is breaking the law under your watch? Especially if it's like over a million to not know that number. And I'm worried about your veracity on the subject as well. Play, this, play the video. Letters for investigation of the capital. I don't believe FISA is remotely implicated in our investigation. You, you so, so there, Senator Lee's asking you whether or not FISA was in any way involved in your January 6th investigation, and you say no. It, was that truthful? I said that I did not believe it was. Okay, so now let's pull up what the court said, which is something a little different than what you said. So, so here, nope, that's not the right one. Yeah, here we go, right there. It says, the government has reported additional significant violations of the querying standard, including several relating to the January 6, 2021 breach of the Capitol. So I guess the question, Director Ray, is, did, did you not know when you were answering these questions that the FBI was engaging in these illegal searches, or did you perjure yourself to Senator Lee? I certainly didn't perjure myself. At the time that I testified in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee, uh, I didn't have that piece of information. I will add... Well, that was a court order. You didn't have that piece of information because the court hadn't yet rendered a judgment. Did you not know when you gave the untruthful answer before Senator Lee that this was going on? It was a, it was a truthful answer. I did not believe FISA had been involved in the January... But it was. So you didn't... The answer is the FBI has broken so bad that people can go and engage in queries that when you come before the Congress to answer questions, you're like blissfully ignorant. You're blissfully ignorant as to the unlawful queries. You're blissfully ignorant as to the Biden shakedown regime. And it just seems like it gets into a kind of a creepy place as well. Go to our, our next image on what the court said. Like, just so the American people realize, the, the court has smacked you down, alleging or ruling FBI personnel apparently conducted queries for improper personal reasons. People were looking themselves up. They were looking their ex-lovers up. Who has been held accountable or fired as a consequence of the FBI using the FISA process as their like creepy personal snoop machine? There have been instances in which individuals uh, have had disciplinary action uh, and are no longer with it. I, I can't get into it here, but we can follow back up. But with don't you that. see? Don't you see that that's kind of the thing, Director Ray? That you preside over the FBI that has the lowest level of trust in the FBI's history. 
People trusted the FBI more when J. Edgar Hoover was running the place than when you are. And the reason is because you don't give straight answers. You give answers that, that later a court deems aren't true. And then at the end of the day, you won't criticize an obvious shakedown when it's directly in front of us. And it appears as though you're whitewashing the conduct of corrupt people. Respectfully, Congressman, in your home state of Florida, the number of people applying to come work for us and devote their lives working for us is over up over 100%. We're deeply proud of them and they... Of the FBI. Okay, my friends. Now, the end line there when when Director Ray was a, basically being a snarky, smarmy little piece of crap about the people in Florida. Yes. Now, in answer to that question, it, it didn't completely finish, but when Congressman Gates said he was proud of those Floridians who were going to work for, who were applying to the FBI, but he, but it was said by Congressman Gates, I'm proud of them and they deserve better than you. Ouch. Thank you. <laughs> Matt Gates getting the last word. So yeah, my friends, keep this in mind. <laughs> the FBI and Christopher Ray. I mean, they really, they really believe that the American people are idiots and can be fooled. Now, with the Democrats on the committee who were just falling all over themselves, uh, they're part of the problem. They are accomplices to this, and they're not doing their jobs for their constituents. And I mean, I'm talking the California Democrat all-star putts list. Adam Schiff, his royal shiftiness. Swallhead, Mr. Fang Fang himself. You got Ted Lieu. Uh, he's another one who needs to be seriously smacked. And Zoe Lofgren, all Californian, all Democrat. And people wonder, you know, <laughs> hey, what's going on? These are accomplices to corruption, to all sorts of things. Uh to influence peddling because they won't demand the truth from either Chris Ray or Darth Merrick Garland. So, eh. so I'm so you know this is why it's so predictable with these hearings. I the only reason I even watched any of this is that I needed to get this information to all of you, the members of the coalition, to realize. You've got people in D.C. who are nothing more than people who will lie, cheat, do whatever to take you, the American people, take your constitutional rights, your civil liberties, and trash them. Just trash them straight to hell. And I'm not okay with that, and I'm going to talk about it. Now, I know there are those who are like, well, it's like, I swear, there, does anybody remember the old Muppet show? And there was a character in there named Beaker, who was the lab assistant for Dr. Bunsen Honeydew. And he had that voice like, <laughs> the Beakers, people who get all, I guess, you know, get all offended offended for others but they just start sounding like beakers 
They they are just whiny. They are they shall they don't need to be taken seriously. They just need to be basically told to sit down, have a Prozac, and shut up. Because they don't know what they're talking about, and more than likely they're either low information voters who are real late to the game, or they're pretty much died in the wool Democrats and they believe that Joe Biden is an oracle of God. Ugh. Uh, but hey, that's me. I know. I'm just going to be myself. But interestingly, though, uh, continuing on in the same vein, um, Christopher Ray. <laughs> I love this. How the arrogance of these people makes me laugh and ticked off at the same time. Uh, <laughs> we, just the news again. Great headline. Um, oh, there we go. Ray touts FBI leadership team as patriots in response to criticism of political bias. Not a surprise if you know what to look for, but calling these corrupt, incompetent a-holes patriots? My gosh, that sounds exactly like James Comey, super patriot, and all pious and holier than thou? No. These are people who, this leadership team of the FBI, if you want to call it leadership. I mean, I have a friend of mine who is who deals with a lot of leadership issues in companies and so forth. He doesn't think it's much, he doesn't think much of the FBI. And my friend is pretty much an expert when it comes to leadership and communications and organizations. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's a crack up. The leadership team are patriots. <laughs> oh my gosh, if it wasn't so dang serious, I could actually get a real belly laugh out of it. So pff, forget that. So we've had another day of fireworks at another congressional committee. Uh, with a real putz. I'm like, oh my gosh, please spare me. But let's see, let's move on here, my friends. Oh uh, yeah, here we go. Now, <clears throat> going back to what I originally started with, John Solomon of Just the News has come up with another blockbuster. And it has to deal with David Weiss, the U.S. attorney in Delaware, who was <clears throat> going, who was investigating, apparently, the Hunter Biden case, which the IRS whistleblower, Gary Shapley, had said, and he was corroborated by his supervisor at the IRS, that the U.S. attorney and the Justice Department weren't doing their jobs. I mean, this is crazy. But anything that John Solomon comes up with, it's money. We put it on in blackandright.net, read the story, and attached with it is the document that David Weiss had, let's see, yeah, the document that was written by David Weiss in a letter, which was a letter being sent to Jim Jordan as chair of the Judiciary Committee, and oh baby, 
Oh, this is just too much fun. Now, just I want to read a little bit of this because it want, I want to give you a flavor of this so that you, you and anybody you tell, you know, go and read the letter for yourself, read the story for yourself, and know that it has been thoroughly sourced because Solomon is a rock star when it comes to investigative journalists, and so are the rest of his team. Starting out from the first paragraph, an IRS document from early 2022 states Delaware U.S. Attorney David Weiss's office signed off on bringing a felony tax evasion case against Hunter Biden that stretched back to 2014 and money from the Ukraine, creating fresh intrigue as to how the president's son ultimately escaped more serious charges and got a plea deal on tax misdemeanors involving conduct years later. Now that is a very good question, Mr. Solomon, but it gets better. The document, a prosecution conclusions and recommendations memo, escaped much notice when it was released last month by the House Ways and Means Committee along with the testimony of IRS whistleblower Gary Shapley. But it is taking on new significance now that Weiss had issued several carefully crafted statements to Congress appearing to contradict Shapley and a second whistleblower's account of what went in the case. I'm not exactly sure if that's what went on, but anyway. So now, Shapley, continuing on in this paragraph, Shapley and a publicly unnamed colleague were the top two IRS agents on the Hunter Biden tax case, and they told Congress in a transcribed interview that Weiss's office wanted to bring felony tax, a felony tax case against Hunter Biden, charging him with crimes, so on and so on and so forth, you know, dating back to 2014. Now, interesting, you know, they're talking about Weiss was appointed by President Trump and was kept on by the Biden administration to continue overseeing the case. Yeah, but also keep in mind that David Weiss it was chosen by the two home senators from Delaware and they were both Democrats. So that's so keep that in mind when they're constantly talking about, oh, he was appointed by Trump. Yeah, but that's only one part of the picture. So anyway, so we've got that so far. And now two IRS whistleblowers, not just, you know, low level, low level grunts, but these were mid-level people, supervisory level personnel against the word of a U.S. attorney who apparently uh, had some issues and was trying to pretty much uh, do a CYA, uh, trying to protect his sorry butt against any potential uh, involvement and probably even being, shall we say, uh, subpoenaed or called to testify before at least one committee, maybe more. I don't know. But I'll tell you what, folks. 
This is getting weirder and weirder by the day. But of course, with the government stonewalling, keeping away very specific documents and essentially doing everything they can to stop any potential whistleblower from getting getting the 411 to Congress in its oversight capacity. So believe me, folks, this, this is going to continue. This is going to continue. And frankly, uh, McCarthy is not exactly the biggest help. He's really not. And frankly, get, I'm, uh, forgive me, I'm going to have to get a little spicy here, but get the damn impeachment proceedings going. Okay, have your inquiries, do whatever. Go after Ray. Go after Garland. Go after Mayorkas and the disaster he's created on the border. I mean, he, the Border Patrol is being ordered to undercut and undermine the authority of the Texas National Guard, the Texas Department of Public Safety, the Texas Rangers, because all the things that Texas is doing to try to protect their border Border Patrol is being ordered by Mayorkas to get rid of it, to cut razor wire to let these immigrants through. And they've the immigrants know. Look for the green uniforms of the CDP. Forget the Texas guys because they're going to do whatever. And frankly, even some of the things I've seen, and find Todd Benzman and some of the things he's been reporting and he oh my gosh it is just hideous it's it's really hideous that the federal government is undermining the state of texas and frankly what in the heck is greg abbott doing i mean i appreciate that he's got not just texas but other states bringing in people and assets uh, Florida is one of them, I think Virginia, and some other states that have come to help. But, you know, we're still having to let all these people in because Alejandro Mayorkas says so. And Joe Biden says so. So, if they're going to do something, do it now, Republicans. Get it. Get your arse in gear. Because we cannot literally and figuratively afford this we can't afford the strain on states with all these illegals coming in now of course the activists the ngos you know don't wouldn't like what i say but you know too dang bad get over yourselves you're not the center of the universe we literally can't not we're we have no borders we have no rule of law and every state's a border state I mean, look at some of these states. How crimes up and even diseases. They're bringing it all in. You've got bringing kids in uh, for child sex trafficking. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, that's why the Sound of Freedom movie is very timely. And with some of the things that some of these theater chains are doing, uh, media 
uh, slamming the movie, uh, calling Jim Caviezel some kind of a QAnon right-wing conspiracy nut, and you, who bought tickets, have seen it already and probably going to go again, maybe take some friends, you've been essentially called goofballs and wackadoodles and uh, QAnon people. So, frankly, this movie is very timely and, oh my gosh, and it's bringing the problem public, or making it public. Yesterday, did a story about a U.S. Capitol Police officer almost 20 years uh, with the agency and was busted at his home in Maryland for five counts of possession of child pornography. Now, these pointy-headed liberal white know-it-alls who like, oh, well, this is based on false statistics. Really? This guy, this uh, former police officer for the U.S. Capitol Police is a lie? Sure. Thank you for proving once again the public is right. And when you hear stories about this, mama, this is crazy. And welcome, welcome to reality. Forget what the mainstream media tells you and if you do watch them, please, dear God, get something else. Because there's a lot more out there, independent media, conservative media, that will tell you the truth a heck of a lot more than CNN, MSLSD, and all these other, I mean, the Washington Compost, the New York Slimes. Oh my gosh. It, it's ridiculous. But still, this is what we're up against, folks, and it's not going to get any easier trust me it's not because too many republicans don't i mean it's not so much the republicans in the house it's what's going on in the senate because i mean it's going to be crazy especially now as we head more and more towards the end of the fiscal year and all, anybody who talks about, oh, we're going to fix this in the appropriations process, please prove me wrong. I don't think it's going to happen. But if you can prove me wrong, hey, I'm okay with it. I, am okay. I don't know it all, but I know enough. And that's going to be pretty much how that really works here. But my friends, I'm going to call it a day today. Still got things to get ready for as uh, tomorrow I leave for West Palm Beach. So my friends, for now, we're just going to be on a, oh, I don't know, about 48 hour or so break. And we will be back Saturday uh, live, uh, in some live in some cases from the Turning Point Action Conference. And we're going to have some fun, folks, and we're going to learn a lot and Hopefully have a chance to uh, get around and meet some folks. So anyway, my friends, take care for now. God bless. And I will see you Saturday in West Palm Beach. Until then, remember, as always, patriots come in all colors.